Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Oh, hello. This is Alex from Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. You know, I started Fun Sons in 2019 for the little guy who always wanted a spicy meatball, but he never could get it. <clears throat> Mamma mia. Anyways, what is up, guys? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. We're still at it. We're still kicking. Nephrectomy is our guest this week. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it for ages back and forth. And after moving around some schedules and, you know, having to kill a couple people, we finally got them. Holy shit, guys. This was a fun episode to do. It was really great hanging out with these guys. And be sure to look forward to their new stuff, which we'll talk about in this episode. I'm delaying it, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including ritual, sacrifice, demise, possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beard stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom. Summon the motherfucking dude. Hey, what's up, guys? It's, uh, it's Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. We're back. We've been back. For, yeah, yeah. a few weeks now. Yeah, this is like episode, what, four or five? I think so. Yeah, yeah something like that. But, um, what do we have here? We have Nephrectomy. We got Sodded. James. And we got... Jorge. Jorge. Mm. Yep. Sorry, I forgot your name. Ah, oh, you're good, dude. You're good. I'm the newest member. <laughs> the newest member of Nephrectomy. Yep. And it's been a long time coming. We're like, we've had people hit us up. Hey, you should get Nephrectomy on the show. Hey, no shit. you know that band Nephrectomy? Get them on the show. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, you're, awesome. you're one of, you're honestly one of the most highly requested bands for the podcast. So. No oh, shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Damn. <laughs> Gassing me up. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. It's Somebody's <laughs> getting their dick sucked. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, how did Nephrectomy start? Uh, so, basically, I had usually been a vocalist in every other thing that I've done. Like, I uh, was never really a great guitarist. So, Nephrectomy was just kind of what I put the stuff that I uh, wrote and recorded under. My very first thing that I did started when I was 14 called Extreme Whore Disorder. And that was like more gore grind. You can find uh, that stuff if you look it up on the internet. It's really shitty. Um, but <laughs> it's I'd out there the, if you want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want. Uh, but the very first um, Nephrectomy release, uh, it was originally under the name Twat Rot. But it was basically a one-man band. I was 16, I think it was 08, the 08 demo. You can find it on the Rarities of Fetishism album that was put out on Bizarre Leopards Productions. But uh, yeah, it was basically used as a 
me playing guitar. Anything where I was playing guitar wound up being a fractomy. Um, the first, and, and the, so there was that demo, and then the 2010 demo was just me and the bassist of Expurgate. He wrote all of Expurgate uh, doing a side project. We just want to make it the dumbest slam thing ever. Um, so we put that out. The song's Load Blasted Esophagus, and uh, fuck, something else misogynistic. <laughs> Um, but it, uh, and then we were shit faced for it. It's 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 a, it's a fun demo, but it was just a side project. Um, and then 2012, uh, I had a Xanax bender. I fucking <laughs> I fucking <laughs> ate so much Xanax, and uh, <laughs> and I wrote a slam album. And fucking, I was like, you know what? I need to do this. And for and that was geriatric coprophilia. That's what it wound up being. Um, I was sick of doing vocals though, cause I was, you know, intracranial butchery, uh, expurgate. And at the time I had done cerebral incubation. Yep, yep. Um, I just, I wanted to have something where I wasn't the vocalist. So I got VAD from cranial osteotomy to do vocals on that. Um, and, uh, and I, that yeah, that's, that's how, how crazy, it, dude. yeah, so how then, it came to, you know, there's also... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, computer. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I know there's a video floating around on the internet. Everybody loves this video. I, for one, love the video. You, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think even our listeners know what's coming if they follow the fractomy, which you better. Um, you are in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. With an oven. Yes. You're, you're taking a pan out of the oven with a mittless hand, and you say, Oh, hi there. This is James from Nephrectomy. Now, I started Nephrectomy in 2008. 2008. For the little guy. Who always yeah. wanted a spicy meatball. <laughs> yes. I get it. <laughs> was that was that the actual reason why you started <laughs> I mean essentially yeah okay the okay. the funniest part about that video was I was on probation at the time <laughs> and fucking living in a sober home so <laughs> not, not really... much has changed um and uh yeah so and then it kind of blew up people loved it which i i love the attention you know i'm a narcissist but at the same time i was like please don't make me homeless <laughs> i really hope my po doesn't see this but, and for my current po i'm sober everyone else has beer not me so i, I can confirm that we all have beers except for james here so i'm being a good boy <laughs> so what does the name nephrectomy mean so um, neph is the Latin stem for kidney. Ectomy is the Latin stem for surgical removal. And I chose the name because um, anybody who knows James knows I've done a lot of fucking drugs. And <laughs> <laughs> Where all great stories start. Yeah. And uh, I always assumed, like, I'm probably going to have to get my kidneys removed someday. So, hence, nephrectomy was born. Um, yeah, it's explaining that to people, like, when you're, when I'm sober, like, right now, is, uh, <laughs> feels kind of silly, like, having a girl ask that, and it's like, well, actually, I used to have a debilitating drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> God, 
God, I love it. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, I understand you guys were recently uh, signed to Coyote Records. Yes, sir. Uh, for this upcoming album. It's called Moot, right? Yes. Yep. Which, <clears throat> what do you guys think of the album name? I like it. Um, I'm I'm start I'm kind of thinking like when I hear like the Unifrecting album Meat, you know, I kind of think like you know maybe like some gore noise, like maybe you might switch directions, maybe. Ooh, I uh, well fuck, I don't get things away. I am doing so, and I actually just confirmed this today. There will be a uh, noise session on it okay. um, with. Uh, this producer I grew up with, he goes by Phones, F-O-A-N-S. Okay. He's actually got, like, blown up recently. He's on, like, some Spotify editor playlists. Oh, Amazing shit. producer. Um, and we both went to the same alternative school, and uh, <laughs> it was funny. We were actually such shitheads, we almost got expelled from our alternative school because we went on a, a school trip. And we annoyed the teachers so much. Oh, no. Fucking two of them, like, fought to get us expelled. <laughs> which, which you have to try so hard at alternative school for that. Shout out DC Oaks. Thanks for letting me actually graduate. <laughs> Public service, dude. Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, no, so the new album is, uh, the, other than that, it's going to be a lot more, I mean, you've heard the song Meat. Yes, um, yes, and yes. Balls Deep and Afterbirth is going to be there. Basically, the, a few of the singles that we've leaked, because it's been being written for a while. But um, it's going to be, I mean, I definitely think it's the heaviest, most professional um, album we've done yet. And it's going to be uh, produced by the same guy who did Gin Ghoul. Okay. So, and I mean, you, you guys know how fucking top-notch that shit is. So yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, and, and Tyler, our new guitarist, he's helping us uh, record the stems and whatnot. Mm. He's an amazing producer as well. So all around, this is going to be I mean, miles away we, from we just got stuff. We just got a new uh, recording of Goons Gone Wild, which is another song on the, on the album. It, it's dirty. It's dirty. <laughs> Grimy shit. Straight mosh with that classic doo doo dum nephrectomy shit that y'all oh, yeah. love to get your dick sucked to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then, uh, kind of going off what he said, um, what are you guys' favorite bands on the label you're signed to? Motherfucker, man. <laughs> label I'm signed to. I haven't. I honestly haven't even been that familiar. Didn't they put out epicardiectomy? I think they did. Yeah, I don't know if epicardiectomy is currently one, on there. Yeah, because um, uh, epicardiectomy now is signed to New Standard Release. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that would be one. Other than that, Purulent Jacuzzi really fucking stand up, stands oh, yeah. out to me. Mm-hmm. They're one of the, like in my personal life. I fucking like I grew up as a punk kid, got into fucking slam. That's what I've done musically a lot. But I really feel like death metal it can be some of the most like fucking bland shit on earth. Like, so rarely do people do anything creative with it. So like in my personal life, I mostly listen to, like hardcore, and fucking honestly a lot of like goofy indie shit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So Purely Jacuzzi is one band that always fucking stands out to me. I think Coyotes put out some Last Days of Humanity as well. That sounds about right. Fucking um, and then uh. Some I did I, I think they put out a vinyl of Two Minuta Draca, mm-hmm. fucking I love that. I know other than that they've done fucking uh, 
think Detura was a pretty cool Brutal Death band. Brutal Death's not really my style, mm -hmm. but that shit was cool. Mm -hmm. The one, and I was actually telling uh, Jorge on the way over here, like, Coyote's kind of fucking... Coyote's kind of one of the fucking best Brutal labels out there, like, just as far as over the years, mm -hmm. you know, putting out consistent, good quality slam shit. Like, uh, you, none of their releases are fucking subpar yeah. for the fucking genre. And, I mean, actually, that, that was the first uh, album I ever did was Intracranial Butchery Full Length got released on Coyote, and that was 2010. Okay. So, yeah, so I've been... I don't speak with Dimitri the owner a whole lot, but he's a fucking cool dude. So I'm excited to work with him again. Yeah, personally, like for me, I I was talking to, to you earlier, and uh, I'm not really a slam kid. I've never, I was never really into that music. And then uh, uh, James, he like hit me up like last year, and he's like, "Hey man, I need a drummer, and and you're the only dude I know that can do this shit." And I said, "All right, fuck yeah, like let's let's do it." And like I'm slowly kind of diving into that, but I'm mostly a thrasher. Like I listen to thrash and like Prince and fucking Earth, Wind and Fire and shit like that. Like, I, dude, I, dude, like, dude, <laughs> like that's that's my dailies right there, dude. Hell yeah. That's that get your dick sucked music. <laughs> that's your getting your dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how is nephrectomy now different than it was before? Um. So. And. Uh, you kind of the, touched on this a little bit earlier. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I would like to say um, nephrectomy has always kind of been, uh, I mean, my side project. Just for, like, I've never, and, and you guys have seen some of the shows. I'm usually, like, a little drunk, fucking, like, just having fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, and, and, and the other musicians, like Grant, you know, he's, he doesn't, he's got a real job now, and so it, he's putting his main focus into Jim Ghoul. Like, it was always just kind of a fun side project. Is he still in Nephrectomy, or? No, no, no. So okay. he's at, and, and there's no drama. Grant is like my little brother. I love him to death. Shout um, out to Grant. Yeah, for real shout out yeah. to Grant. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah. But now, so basically the new, Tyler and Joe uh, were in Kaufu. And, okay. you know, oh, Jorge, yeah. oh yeah, and Jorge was in Short Fuse with me. Yeah. And both of our bands broke up last year, uh, so we're all just trying to treat this with the level of professionalism that uh, we did in Short Fuse and Kalfu, mm -hmm. and we're... Uh, <sighs> Basically, those bands gave us, like, that motivation of, like, okay, this one, this is actually going to be serious now. Like, we're actually going to, like, give a fuck about this, like... <laughs> I'm excited to see what you guys have coming up. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're oh, excited yeah. to, yeah. We we I can't announce which show, but we're gonna be coming back in November, yeah. and it's gonna be a lineup that fucking y'all are gonna get stoked for. There's gonna so. be some nice. deep tracks on that set list. Like, yeah, yeah it's gonna be tight. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome. It'll actually be one of the first times we're gonna play songs off of Geriatric Coprophilia too. So it's new oh, stuff. Shit. Yeah, because yeah, everyone it's, always yeah. wants to hear Come Rack Ball Gag. No one ever fucking learned that song when I play live before. <laughs> yeah. well, so you like, just oh, gave I'm out sorry. one. So. Well, yeah. well, there you go, guys. You can <laughs> that's, actually that's the hear one it. teaser. Yeah. <laughs> but so keep your ears peeled, y'all. Keep your eyes out too. Yeah. Um. Let's see. As a band with a new lineup, what would you like to achieve going forward? You wanna 
Well, I mean, just... Yeah, you're the new member. I mean, just... We have so many opportunities, and we've met so many people through our other projects, and, like, just touring and just having fun, meeting more awesome bands in the same genre and fucking getting on dope festivals and just kind of exploring it and mm-hmm. taking it actually serious this time so we're actually gonna be fucking you know Doing getting shit done like oh, getting yeah. shit done having some fun with it Exi- along the way yeah oh, definitely yeah yeah yep. I mean it's hard to not have fun when you have song titles like uh, Grandma's Sweet Urea Tea <laughs> I mean come on man <laughs> uh, who doesn't forget Come Huffer <laughs> that that's, that's, that's your guys' love song right <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, every every band's got to have their love song, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the slow dance. <laughs> when he sent me, when he sent me like the set list of what we were gonna be playing, and I and like my girlfriend saw that shit, and she was like, "What in the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I never realized how many songs like had poop in them or, or cut. it's like fuck James grab another one that doesn't have cum in the title <laughs> like you don't notice when you're writing them it's like damn I've got some fucked up issues <laughs> <laughs> who hurt you <laughs> did daddy not love you <laughs> shout out to dad for not loving me <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to open up the wound there <laughs> wouldn't have great hits <laughs> no so, I love you dad um, so you'd mentioned that uh, you guys had previous members of Short Fuse and Calfoa. Whatever happened to those guys? Uh, well, Short Fuse kind of just uh, after the crash and and we lost Colin, R.I.P. Colin. Rest um, uh, after that, we kind of just a lot of the guys stepped back. Um, like I still love the fuck out of Ryan and Patrick, and mm-hmm. but. But they just decided to go a different route. They decided music wasn't necessarily something they wanted to take serious. And, um, I mean, we're still jamming. Like, we have, like, a little side project, like, a little hardcore thing. But mm-hmm. it, I'd be surprised if it ever played, like, if we ever play a show. Like, it's just for fun. Understandable. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what happened with Kappa. I can't speak about them. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. As far as they go, Tyler and Joe wanted to fucking have something serious. And then... The rain brain rounded us up, and now we're here. Rain brain. I'm excited to see this new lineup. It sounds like it sounds really exciting. Sounds like you got some chemistry going on, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've known you. this motherfucker for years. Dude. Years. And We've years. been through some very bad and good times. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, those are the kind, best kind of friends, you know. Yeah, it's fucking real, man. Mm-hmm. So, James, what the fuck, dude? N- You're like in. 50,000 bands. <laughs> like, you know, you mentioned some earlier and, like, you know, dragging in trails. Like, let's nice talk hat. about those bands, bro. Thank you, man. Fucking, uh, yes, I've, uh, I don't always have the best quality control, but, uh, I, I do be, do be doing bands. Um, dragging in trails. So that was actually, and that, that band has been a huge reason as to why I've gotten, um, the amount of recognition that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, plus, I mean, isn't like Matt's from Cranium and that? And, yep. You know. And Martin, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Martin. Um, but so basically, man, I, I was fucking nineteen, and uh, uh, we were doing Expurgate, and this was before the Expurgate had an album. Uh, you know, it was just a demo. It was super raw demo. But I, I'd talk with Matt's and Martin all the time, and uh, fucking, I just I programmed some drums one day. Uh, sent him over to Matt's and I was like, hey, 
play some guitar on this. We did a fucking cool demo, fucking started on the album, and um, that uh, that was that was my first real entrance into like getting to know labels and stuff, like getting to know Morbid Generation Records, um, and all that. Um, by the way, the shout out to Morbid Generation, fucking uh, they fucking rule. Um, but uh, <clears throat> shit. And yeah, like uh, also Expurgate, the only reason uh, we got signed to Comatose was because fucking Mats and Martin gave uh, our album to uh, Steve from Comatose. And so, so that band's really led to um, the, the amount of success that I've had uh, with all this. I greatly appreciate it. Fucking. And actually, Mats and Martin and I came up with the Slam Crew Worldwide. That was yeah. They got they got the logo designed, but I and I could go back onto the Facebook Messenger and show it. I like was talking with fucking Martin about hey Slam Crew Worldwide, like you know let's make that a thing. Yeah. So they yeah, and it's it was just it was super cool seeing how that just spread. It was almost almost like how you know New York hardcore people put on stuff. You know people started using it as a description of like a sound you know yeah, even yeah. to see no zodiac use it and like i i don't i don't want to be like oh i came up with that because it, it was a joint effort and they put most of the effort into people finding it but it was just really cool to be a part of that you know mm -hmm. slam's yeah. been around for way longer than fucking you know my stuff but i, I do feel like the slam crew worldwide era um fucking is a little different, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it, it was, it's, it's, it was just really cool to be a, a part of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, come on, man, you're in like 50 more bands, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Uh, Ex Expurgate was a fucking good time. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, uh, that was when I was, I had just left Intracranial Butchery and fucking, um, I was still in Cerebral Incubation, but that was out in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. so I wanted to have a local Brutal Death band, and uh, my homeboy at the time, Devin, fucking, um, he started writing some, like, suffocation-type shit, okay. and we were, we were, I think we were 18 when it started, so it's weird to think back on that shit, just what a fucking kid we were. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and that's, honestly, I feel like, and it, I was on it, so it sounds silly when I say it, but, like, I didn't write it. I do think that fucking that album, Dementia Tremens, was way before its fucking time. We were putting elements of beatdown hardcore in fucking brutal death before fucking anybody. And not, like, deathcore type things. Like, it was, like... Like, slamming beatdown almost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, way before that fucking term, you know? And, uh... I'm incredibly proud of that album, and I, I put, I mean, those lyrics are fucking, I put a lot of shit into that, the, the song, uh, Disgorging Vomitous Anomalies was actually about my alcoholism, and, like, I want to go back in time, like, pat myself on the back, like, oh, James, if you, <laughs> if you only knew how bad <laughs> things will <laughs> get. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I always love that album, and then, um, my first my first album with the intracranial butchery that um that's kind of become like a cult classic um 
we actually used uh, in, in the the guitarist Chris who wrote all the stuff. He actually went and found the same more drum machine that Mortician used. Not like the same exact one, but the same model. Same which model, is yeah. An yeah. early ninety, like he had to go find this shit mm-hmm. just so we could sound like Mortician. And but like <laughs> it was an old shitty drum machine, but fucking, I mean, it gave it that really cool sound and yeah, fucking. Uh, I was 18 when that came out. The first demo I was fucking... The first song was 15, then 16 for the first demo. And that, that demo's become like a big cult classic too. By the way, if anybody has that demo, please email it to me. I cannot fucking find it anywhere. And yeah, I, I, I want to try and find a way to get that to people. Um, but yeah, so had good times with that. Um, Entrenched in Gurgitation... That was me and uh, Nev from Gruesome Graphics. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out to fucking Nev. I don't think anybody would have fucking bought either of the first two Nefracting albums if it were not for his fucking gnarly ass art. It's iconic. It is I, iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it led to fucking like 40 other bands trying to rip off the same thing. Oh, <laughs> you well, know? Yeah. And then, you know. I, I'm 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 glad he fucking became such a staple of of that style. He deserves it. That guy's one of the hardest working artists out there. He's fucking badass. Um, and yeah, Geriatric Corpophilia is not a good album, fucking, but people love it because of <laughs> because of his art. Um, fuck, what else was I in? Yeah, what happened um, with uh, Cerebral Incubation? Was it just because they were out in Vegas, or? I mean, that was part of it. Also, man, I was. I was a shithead fucking 18 year old Mm -hmm. and like me and the guitarist Mark wound up butting heads on something and fucking was just like fuck you dude you know blah 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 but I I'm friends with all those dudes still fucking Ricky and I talk every now and then like on the phone fucking there's yeah there's no bad blood and I, I support those guys wholeheartedly fucking they their last album and I was going to say this if you were going to ask what Slam albums were good. Their last album is, I'd say, probably the best fucking Slam album, in my opinion. Like, the writing and just everything, and still have raw recording. I hate how everything's so fucking triggered now and sounds like fucking Whitechapel, where yeah. it's like, whatever happened to you shit just being like brutal. That raw kind yeah. Of sound. yeah. And fucking Andrew's vocals are so fucking gutturally and pukey, and he is loud and fucking great stage for it. like just all around and Ricky Ricky's one of the best fucking death metal drummers out there like a lot of people can't really he- don't hear it because Cerebral Incubation can be a little simple but I mean man hear that dude on Euphogenia like eh, fuck Ricky's fills fucking just the groove that he does that guy is a fucking amazing musician um and and Mark writes some of the most brutal riffs out there but yeah so Cerebral and and other than that, man, I, I, I've done a gazillion fucking doofy projects and shit, you and know? And I'm sure you've also done, like, guest vocals and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Future 5J. I know you've done some guest vocals on Future 5J. And, um... I believe so. No? I, I, I honestly can't remember, man. Um, Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I know, like, I, I, I have it on my iPod. Yes, I use an iPod. I'm old school. Okay, ah, fuck no. Um, I have a Futrify yeah. J album on there, and I could have swore I saw Future Nephrectomy. Oh, I think that was Dee Dee. Okay. Um, 
because he did vocals on Inner Species oh, okay. Bondage. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I, I didn't move to vocals until yeah, that's No right. Lives Matter. You were drums. You were drums. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean guitar and but it, dude, I I've done. <laughs> it's been it's hard to explain off. this to fucking <laughs> the new members too. But yeah, I mean nephrectomy has had all types of lineup. I've been the only consistent member, mm-hmm. but fucking. Um, You're the only original member, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I, I like to do different stuff on it just cause fuck it. Yeah, it's, you know, like, Hey, I want to do this now. Yeah. We, we literally just had this combo in our band <laughs> chat the other night. Uh, he literally was like, dude, I'm going to write some new shit for like another project. I'm like, dude, no, write that for <laughs> nephrectomy, dude. Just write it for nephrectomy. <laughs> Stop starting like a million bands. They have a, they have a squirt bottle for when we're jamming. No, they, they, no, they, 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 they see me like look up to the corner like, hmm, that's a good hate breed kind of bit. No. <laughs> no, you write it for nephrectomy. Yes. Bad jeans. <laughs> They, they catch me already ordering a new logo to be, like, drawn up. <laughs> oh, so that far. Bro, oh, yeah, I literally have, like, 12 unused logos just sitting in a he, Google Drive. He hit me yeah. up, like, two months ago for some uh, Holocaust carpet surfer or <laughs> shit like that. Like, he asked, me, he asked me to make his logo, and I'm like, what is, like, are you going to do anything with this? He's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gotta be prepared. <laughs> so, next question, um... What are your guys' uh, biggest man crushes are, or in any band, or big idols, or anything like that? Ooh, Come man. on, we all know, we all got some man crushes. Man Come crushes, on. bro. Oh yeah. Bro, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing Guns N' Roses on Monday, so I'll say Slash. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll say Slash that, just because I've seen that motherfucker. That fucking rules. Uh, and I'll even go like, I mean, my my. Boyfriend in the music scene is Clayton Mead from Implements. Implements of Hell, yeah. We've we, had him on the show yes. uh, season two, I believe. And I think it was in, in July. I listened to yep, it. Yeah, it was the uh, <laughs> season two opener, Hell if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But yeah, so I, I, I love him. But other than that, fucking the vocalist of Harm's Way, I, that's my Ooh, fucking Jesus. end goal, dude. That guy, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. I want to I wanna look like that someday. Fucking that's goals. Other that's, than that, the bassist of Coffin Cats. Fucking, if you're into Psycho Billy, fucking, that is one of the coolest shows ever. I saw them fucking like eight times in high school. There used to be a bunch of dope Psycho Billy shows in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll like stand up on his stand up bass. Fucking, he's just yoked as fuck, just ripped. Fuck yeah. I'm just like, damn, am I gay? It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. But yeah, so there's a serious answer. <laughs> right, I mean, I'll take it. That's a good answer. So. In for for nephrectomy, who would you say are your biggest influences with songwriting, song structuring, yada yada yada? Um, I'd say the very biggest would have to be Six Foot Ditch. Okay. Um, and fucking like honestly, really, when I try to write, like especially interspecies bondage, because that one I wrote entirely by myself. Interspecies bondage was actually meant to be a beatdown album. Like, I was listening to a bunch of Vow of Hatred, shout out Vow of Hatred, they fucking rule. Six Foot Ditch, fucking To the Pavement, Blood In, Blood Out, Taste the Steel, and Bulldoze, and fucking, I just, I really wanted to do that, but at the time, I didn't really know anybody in the hardcore scene, so I was like, well, fuck it, I guess it's a slam album. And I, <laughs> I got gurgles, but, but it, it wound up being something unique because of that, but I, I still try to keep that um, in my writing, because I, I don't think a lot of... Um, I don't think a lot of metalheads realize 
especially out, out in Colorado, there's this huge division between hardcore kids and metal kids. But fucking, man, there's some of the heaviest goddamn riffs in some beatdown bands and just like, I mean, just hardcore bands, period. Like, dude, Stout, fucking crowd deterrence song, Hard Talk, is fucking one of the meanest songs ever. Like, hardcore has like a spirit of toughness to it. Like, you can write a mean, a mean riff in death metal, but it just doesn't have that fucking honest to it. And it I want to try it and that. So, so here's the it thing. It doesn't with, hit the same. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing I've noticed too about like hardcore and death metal is like hardcore, they got they got to get people hyped up, you know. I think that's just one of the main like draws of hardcore is just like getting hi- people hyped up. Like let's fuck some shit up. Like let's fucking punch someone in the fucking yeah. nose basically. Because it's know? dance music when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like death metal it's just like, oh, you know, whatever. Let's push some people, you know. It's going to be a great time. Exactly. Yeah. And th- and that's I feel like that's part of one of the disconnects with slam because I mean slam was really just kind of the New York hardcore style mixed with like heavy metal like suffocation and fucking afterbirth and eternal suffering and shit like that and immortal suffering that i mean that, that was just east east coast like tough guy riffs mixed with fucking death metal. And that's because out there all those dudes were hanging out and shit you know like the yeah. scenes intermixed and so you know but i feel like out here a, a lot of um the kids will be listening to some slam shit and not realize it's like man you should be punching some motherfuckers in the head to this like yeah, yeah. And, and that's what i really want to try and bring to colorado is that like like, man, fucking, we play live, there's gonna be fucking mosh. Like, it, we want it to be a fucking war zone. Hell yeah. yeah. That's one of the things that really got me into this. Like, when he sent me some tracks, and I was like, dude, this is fucking cool. Like, like this is really, I'd love to drum to this. Like, I'm down. Like, honestly, some of the shit that, like, that's what made Shorty is really special, too. Like, just some of his writing, and then we just mix it in with, like, just hardcore, like, fast circle pity stuff like it's just it's the genius of the rain brain dude like, <laughs> like, he's just got that shit man you want to explain so my my nickname to my close friends is a uh, rain brain <laughs> it was come up with by horror you want to explain it dude yeah, explain it man i okay so <laughs> he's the rain brain because for all intents and purposes. Don't no, get me wrong, I love him, but he is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but he's an idiot. He is a fucking idiot, but when it comes down to fuck, like writing good riffs, he's the rain man of riffs, dude. He's just got it, bro. He can write you a bitchin' song, and like it, nothing will compare. Like, nothing will compare. Thank you. <laughs> the rain yeah. brain, dude. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Like, I am an idiot. I, I literally just got out of jail again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my one talent, I'm good at writing ass beater riffs. So, gotta just stick to it. Yeah. Do it oh, to yeah. it. Hell yeah. So, kind of going back to, you know, the Nefrepinia Pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, let's go around and try to do our best... Uh, Nefrectomia Pizzeria. You've seen the video. Right? I, I, I saw the video like, <laughs> man, I saw that like three years ago. I just remember it like him on the floor with the hat and he's just like, oh. <laughs> Mamma mia. Mamma mia. So like, we're going to exclude James because I mean, he's the, he's the guy that <laughs> I'm sorry, James. Nothing against you. It's just, you know. Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to start with you, Jorge. All right. All right. Mamma mia. <laughs> I, don't know the whole thing, I don't know the whole thing, dude. 
I don't got the whole thing. I just got the Mamma Mia part. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you seen the video, Colin? Oh, I've seen the video. The, the, you, you do it. You do it. I don't even remember. Bro, I've got this memorized. I've seen it so many fucking times, <laughs> and it's one of my favorite fucking videos. That video is fucking hilarious. It's, it's fucking pure gold. So, here goes. Oh, hi there. This is James from Nephrectomy. <laughs> I started Nephrectomy in 2008 for the little guy. Who always wanted a spicy meatball, but he never could get it. Mamma mia. <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna be a hidden track fucking on Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You earned that one. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, last question uh, what, could, what can we expect uh, for new nephrectomy? When can, or like, when can we expect it? You know, what to expect? Yeah, what can we expect? Well, he already gave out that we're going to be playing a show in November. November, yep. Um, Can't give out the date or the bands, but it's going to be, it's a dope lineup. It's a like, it's, it's, there's some sick bands on that bill. Um, and we're going to, we're getting ready to release the album Meat. And we have, a f- we have some more songs in the works. For some new shit with Tyler, and like nice. writing some stuff, and then obviously me behind the kit, and uh, yeah, we we got we got moves coming, we got moves. You got coming. the shit coming. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you guys have coming. It's yeah. definitely gonna be a lot of fun, uh, judging by the past nephrectomy albums. Mm-hmm. It's definitely gonna be something good. You, you you definitely like if you listen to um, the first nephrectomy album, um, and you come all the way up, which I think the newest one is uh, No Lives Matter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of notice like a distinct change in sound. Like, sure, there's like the the dumbass slam riffs, you know, the goofy slam riffs, you know. But you can also kind of notice like a little bit of a shift. And from what I'm picking up in this room tonight, um, I think you're gonna drastically go in like a distinct direction, if that makes sense. But still, kind of maintain like. You know the, the heart of nephrectomy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we had this combo the other day, like with Tyler, our, our new guitarist, mm-hmm. and um, we we definitely obviously want to keep the the core of nephrectomy. Yeah. But we're all bringing our own little elements of our own styles into this, just awesome. to just just to make this this little fucked up baby that just. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, nephrectomy has always been a. <laughs> touche, touche, touche. <laughs> No, like some some of the shit, like we just had practice last night, and it's it's yeah. How did that go? It's it was awesome. It was obviously a little rusty because we've never played with each other ever. We were doing the playing on the most doo doo ass drum kit. (laughs) The Franken kit, the house kit, bro. Yeah, but like, uh, but it, it felt good. Like you could tell that once we polished the turd. It's gonna be fucking nice. Dude. But fucking <laughs> Joe from Calfu is one of the most uh, just intricate, talented guitarists fucking I've ever ever seen. The the way he writes and everything, and just like like last night, like there there'll there'll be like fucking interesting elements that like Nephrectomy's never had before. Like he just writes on a level I don't think of. Like just fucking he's doing like weird. Yeah, we we got like I said, we got different elements just from from all of our own respective backgrounds. Um, but but it's going to be nephrectomy. Just just a little bit yeah. more matured, I guess, in in writing and in, in delivery. Yeah. Like, but the song titles are still about 
getting your dick wet. Oh yeah, it's all doo doo baby, twenty four seven. Get your dick sucked. <laughs> we keep it that way, but it's talented now. But it's so, talented. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, did you guys want to talk about short fuse at all? Yeah, let's talk about that. Like, cool. um, well, I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, because so you how can did edit it start? that. Like. Uh, yeah. So Short Fuse actually um, originally a couple of the songs that wound up being on the EP I had written as a demo that was by the name Live By Yo Rep <laughs> and uh, yeah <laughs> it was it was a little goofy but it was heavy and I actually uh, my buddy Dakota the first guitarist on the album um, fucking he had met me and uh, wanted to try and have us do like a band band with it because his friends Jorge, Patrick, and Ryan were uh, wanting to do a, a crew band. They, they had the Denver chapter of SOSF with uh, them as the heads had just recently formed. Yeah, and 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 we just kind of did it for shits and giggles, and it ended up kind of blowing up. Mm-hmm. Like, and so we did a tour with Chamber Malice, and dude, there were there were kids. Man, we I I will remember this vividly. We were in Wisconsin, and the kids were singing our song, like literally songs that I wrote drunk as fuck on the couch with this motherfucker, <laughs> singing lyrics. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like, I fuck with this. Like, this right is now. happening, man. I feel like a rock star. Like. And, and yeah, it, it was it was. They awesome. all got the lighters in the air. And shit. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like that really was not that much of an exaggeration. <laughs> I remember seeing the cool. Denver the Denver days of that tour yeah. with yeah. the Chamber of Malice. That was a really yeah. good show. Yeah, Calfu played that too. Yeah, that was did, a solid lineup. Didn't we? Didn't if, if I fail do a couple songs? They, too? Yeah, they did. I too. think so. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was a fun experience. That was that was definitely a fun ride. I mean, it sucks that it had to end, but mm-hmm. I mean, we. We took that, you know, that level of, of professionalism, and that's that's kind of what made made the guys like Tyler, Joe, and then and then obviously me and him uh, decide. All right, and the freshman me, we're actually gonna fucking we're we're gonna fucking make this serious now. Like, oh, yeah. like let's awesome. fucking go. Oh, yeah. like, like after the accident happened, I remember like at the right away. I remember telling my mom like well, fuck, I guess it's time to grow up. But I kept thinking, it's like, well, that was one of the only times I've ever been happy, you know? Like, on that tour, like, we just, it was so, and like, man, get, I, yeah. We, get drunk as shit in Cleveland, wake up in fucking Chicago, and yeah. get, like, Where do the it, fuck are we? <laughs> do it all over again, man, partying every fucking night, man. I can have people love our music, and it's just so, having people love your music and just, meeting other people through music and traveling and all that shit, like, I, I've lived a weird, fucked up life, man, and 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 that's just that's just where I feel like fucking life shines, you know, and so it's like, even, even though we went went through that shit, and like, there's always that risk, like, it's like, I'd, I'd want to do it again, and that's what, we, what I'm, what we're good at, and fucking, uh, you know, Colin would want the same thing, yeah. you know? I was gonna say like I, I saw Bayside when at the Marquee before they flipped their van and homeboy died like that shit you never fucking know yeah you, know? you never fucking know 
before we close out this episode, I actually we have had this argument on our way here. <laughs> oh shit. Um oh, do God. you guys think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Fuck yeah. Yeah? Call yeah. You guys are fucking. <laughs> 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 how, how is it not a Christmas movie? Well, because like it takes okay, okay, it has the backdrop of Christmas. You know, there nobody's like really celebrating Christmas in the movie. You know, there's no fucking Santa. You know, the gay cliche fucking Christmas movie. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. a new kind of Christmas movie. It's it's not a <laughs> even. I I told you on I told you this on the way here. Even Bruce motherfucking Willis came out and said, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. He's wrong. <laughs> He's wrong. <laughs> Fuck so, him. Yeah. So, so I, I, I totally hear your um, your argument, and, and I, I feel a lot of it, but the one thing that I say is, it's like, anytime I think of Die Hard, I always think, like, in my mind, I see the shots of, like, the Christmas trees and that lighting and stuff. Yep. Like, I do feel like even though the storyline and all that, like, nothing really has to do with Christmas... The way that the cinematography was done and, like, just some of the shots, like, have such a burning image of Christmas in it that it kind of sets a tone. You went really deep with that, dude. Yeah. That <laughs> you went really deep hard. with that. I'm going to need this call. It's a good explanation. But I hate to say, James, I disagree with you. Uh, it's not a Christmas movie. It's not. Um, well, guys, that was a lot of fun with you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, Colin. You know what we're doing next week? What are we doing next week? We're doing drugs next week. Are we? Woo! Yeah, we're doing miracle berries. <laughs> what are miracle berries, bud? We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, Jorge, thank you guys so much for thank your time. You it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to finally have you guys on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for your time. This oh, is yeah. Thank oh, you yeah. guys. Fucking holy shit. And oh, yeah. man people keep listening to fun sons of the slam dungeon if they if they have a patreon go support that shit and if you guys don't have a patreon what the fuck are you doing why don't you have a patreon i don't even know what the I fuck we're doing that, i told him about that earlier dude <laughs> fucking do it yeah. fuck it uh yep. we're on patreon fuck it. It. <laughs> let's do it but again thank you guys so thank much you. for your time um good later. shit new shit coming new shit's coming from nephrectomy later all right ladies and gentlemen that was nephrectomy Next week, me and Colin are doing drugs, man. Nah, just kidding. We're taking Miracle Berries and trying a whole bunch of different foods. Miracle Berries are supposed to alter the taste of sour foods, but we're also going to try it out on a bunch of different foods, so it should be fun. It's a, you know, nice little different episode. We like to do these fun things in a while because this is Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon after all. Anyways, thank you so much for listening in and your support. It means a shit ton to not only us, but to nephrectomy. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, we will see you next time.